Welcome back, Fork and Socket fans. It's Chester Franklin. I'm here actually with a very, very, very good friend of mine. As I said before, when I when I brought him up in a previous podcast, he is my best friend, but next to my wife. So pretty much my second best friend. But his name is Elmer Torres. He has the podcast Over the Fence. It's Over the Fence with Elmer Torres. And he came to visit me today. We haven't seen each other for quite a few months. Elmer, say hi to everybody. What's up with it, everybody? How are everybody doing today? So before we get started, let's cheers, man. He Salud. He tricked me into some, some pussy-ass organic beer. <laughs> so I'm, I'll accept it because, you know, I'm trying to cut back myself personally. So just something a little bubbly for the tummy. <sighs> Very refreshing. It's about 75 degrees here in the Bay Area, Northern California. So this is nice, light, crisp, just what the doctor ordered, just what Elmer ordered. Um, I do suggest that you guys go check out his podcast. Very funny. He actually influenced me to start off my own podcast. Originally, right, we were supposed to start a podcast together, right? Yeah, we did. But, you know, we haven't seen each other in a couple months, so I just started it. And, you know, I just rolled with it. He jumped the gun, but he's doing quite well, has quite a, a lot of viewers, and um, he actually has two sponsors, and I like to start shit with his sponsors. <laughs> I go online and talk shit and... and yeah, like... And troll him. Troll him. Next thing you know, he's sending me screenshots like, look what I'm doing to your sponsors, you mad? <laughs> <laughs> it's not hate, it's really love, it's just brotherly competition. It's, it's just funny, man. I'm, I'm just trying to ruin his sponsorships. <laughs> So go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, Elmer. I mean, I already introduced you a little bit, but just kind of tell a little bit about yourself, how long we've known each other, what you got going on with your podcast, you know. This is our first interview together, even though we've been friends for so long. What's up, everybody? You know, like I, like like he said, my name is Elmer Torres, host of uh, Over the Fence Podcast. Um, my podcast is about anything, everything, whatever. If I'm drunk, then I'll just talk drunk nonsense. But, you know, I've been friends with Mr. Chester Franklin for over 17 years now. Around 17 years, not over. But, uh, yeah, man, I've been knowing him. He's a great friend. And, um, man, I, I know he's going to die first. So, you know, I'm just getting ready for his viewing very soon. <laughs> now I'm playing. <laughs> well, lucky for me, uh, Elmer just bought me some jerseys for my birthday that I would I would love to be buried in, in his honor. Um. I might even like to put one of his his podcast stickers on my chest, <laughs> so when people come and kiss me goodbye, you know, when when he comes and sees for the last time, you know, I just I just really want him to be depressed when I die. <laughs> Out of everyone else, I want him to be depressed. No, uh, I'm gonna, because life ain't nothing without me. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put a whole bunch of stickers on your casket, you know, so uh, people will know. Hey, man! Every time they come up and you know see your body or whatever, and be like, hey, man, make sure you listen to my podcast. You know, as, as my, my friend of so long, I, I just want you to make sure that, you know, when I'm in my casket, my arms point straight out. I don't want them like, <laughs> I don't want them crossed over. So you have to make me that promise. Make sure when I get rigor mortis that my arms are sticking straight out. I'll do better than that. I'll make sure your uh, fingers are wrapped in bacon so it can smell like filet mignon. <laughs> I was talking about that in the previous episode. So. Your farts smell like filet mignon, and I gotta say, I'm a little jealous. Thank you, thank you. Um, 
It's but, practice. It's practice. But did you did you respond to my to my challenge? Oh, of course. Challenge is on. All I gotta do is just go to Target and buy my bacon and eat it, then shit, then just put it on my ass and then smell it. Screenshot it, send it to you. You know, a little bit of that. Don't be afraid when the truth comes out. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Now we'll know, finally, and the world will know why your farts smell like filet mignon and my smell like corn nuts. Oh, yeah. The first time my farts smell like filet mignon, we was in Utah in this cabin. We were just riding around this rental. And that's not gay for two men to be in a cabin together. That's not gay at all, especially just warm. Especially when we're in the middle of nowhere. That's not gay. Not gay at all because, you know, and especially if we have a whole bunch of sausages we're just cooking up. Nothing but sausages. And especially if there's one bed and it's it's negative four degrees. <laughs> that's not gay. Even though it was two bump beds in the next room. <laughs> you know, but we're frugal. We're not greedy. Frugal. We're not going to use up all the bedrooms. No, uh-uh. We're... See, we come from of making space, you know. <laughs> you know, like if we if there's a big bed, uh, see me, I'm Spanish, so you know if there's a big bed, we can fit at least eight people there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So before this gets too, too out of fucking too fucking gay, let's really just talk. Um, you know, I wanted to start off our first interview with each other because it's been so long, and I've had this idea for a while. Okay. And really, I want to talk about. Because 17 years, that's a lot of time for memories with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, good, the bad, the ugly. And I wanted to talk about how we kind of first met and then also how we kind of became friends. Because I think those kind of stories that intertwine with each other, I think that really sets the basis. And we can always right. have another interview. We can right. always continue on other stories. And, of yes. course, we would need many more interviews you know, just to just to get the whole life story out or whatever of, of friendship and all that type of stuff. And um, so do you want to start off? Yeah, you want to yeah, talk off. about how we first met? Yeah, I got you. Um, this is how we actually first met. We're not friends yet. This is how, you know, how I met him. And what year would you say this is? This right? was probably like 2003, 2004, around yeah, yeah. there. I'm not quite sure. 17 years ago. But it was around there. So this is how I first met Mr. Chester Franklin. Um, I was going to school, going to orientation, um, getting my uh, locker combination and stuff and PE clothes or whatever. He was uh, right in front of me or whatever. And as soon as I got all that and we started going to the gym or whatever, poked him right behind his shoulder and said, hey, I'm new here. And, you know, he said, "Okay, okay, that's cool, whatever. That's how I first met him and introduced myself i didn't know who he was you know it, it was it was this person was meant to be my best friend but okay and but before you started getting all into that shit <laughs> i was looking at you like you're fucking weird as fuck like who the fuck <laughs> is this dude because i was already in a bad mood right i was already in a bad mood because waiting in line you were behind me but right. but in front of me there were some kids and one of my biggest fears of going into high school because at that time i was probably going into high school i was only like five foot three five foot four i was i was a little guy right and maybe 125 pounds soaking wet and the people in front of me they're talking about they're gonna do a freshman friday they're gonna like put us in in trash cans so it was like a group of three dudes in front of me i said look motherfucker you try to put me in a trash can i'm gonna sock you in the fucking throat and they kind (laughs) of like whoa you know and turns out they were really freshmen 
Right. They were over here fronting. Yeah, I didn't even know. You know, they were just joking with each other. I hopped into their conversation because I was threatened, so I put that on them. So you got you, you I, got you got to be like a bull, man. You got to attack first and let yeah. them know what the horns do. And then the next step, I get tapped by this this fat Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. And actually, you're with your brother uh, Raimundo. And I thought you guys were twins at the time, even though he's what two years older than you. Three. Three years older than you. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. So you tapped me. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And you you're all being hella friendly and stuff. Oh, yo, Melmer. Like, okay. And then <laughs> and that was that was pretty much it. Like, you know. So so what happened next from from your memory? Well, that's how I met him, and this is how we became friends. I'm walking down the street, you know, in I the have, in the, the neighborhood. This is after school. This is after school. I don't know. This is probably a different day. Um, I'm walking down the street in the neighborhood. Um, you know, I had cousins that live in the projects. So, you know, every probably every day or every other day, I'm, an, I'm going down the street or on the bike or whatever. But this time I was walking. Um, and I'm and I'm from Mariposa and Valcaro, so you can't come in and out them projects without crossing my block, mm-hmm. my four way, well three way. So um, that's why I was walking. I was on Mariposa and Vaqueros. I was walking, walking down Mariposa. Um, and then I'm probably probably like halfway, almost uh, up the hill or whatever. Then I see this uh, dead end street, and then I see this white kid and some ladies just yelling at him. I don't know why she was yelling, saying, don't destroy this or don't knock it down his fort or playhouse or whatever it is. And next, you know, I hear some white kid said I wasn't. But now I am. And next thing he goes over and just starts destroying the whole shit like he has like he has no sense. And I'm dressed right there with my mouth open, like retarded, <laughs> just staring at him. So, so to clarify, I remember that. I do remember that. That. um yeah, you were walking towards the project after school. It was one day. I don't... Yeah, it most likely wasn't the same day. It was maybe within a week later. Yeah, and I remember watching you walk, you know, start walking to the projects. Well, you know, I live right there on that corner, Mariposa and Valqueros, and there's a dead end right there to the, you know, uh, uh, on the left-hand side of the road if you're walking up towards the, the top store. And yeah, this lady, this mom or whatever, like, she had little kids, like, that were in the in the in the empty lot they had like a mattress they're kind of starting to build the fort but she comes over the rocks and she's calling them to dinner so you know i i was just kind of seeing what they were doing me and my friends used to like build forts when we were a little younger you know i'm just giving a few tips you know i'm trying to be the the site supervisor because <laughs> i'm a boss but yeah like they got called to dinner and the mom was like hey don't they're leaving for dinner don't ruin their fort don't ruin their clubhouse Hella rude. Hella rude. But you know me with my with my rebel personality. I'm like, well, I wasn't going to because honestly, I wasn't going to. Mm-mm. The kids are leaving. I mean, I'm going to go about my day. I might be going to the projects next. I might go, you know, wherever I'm going to go around the neighborhood having fun. So it's like I wasn't even going to ruin your kid shit. Nothing at all. Yeah. So when she started walking back over the rocks, I'm like, well, I wasn't, but I'm going to now. Right. And the first thing I did was throw their mattress over into the backyard of the house that was closest to this empty lot threw the mattress over what a savage and i pulled my pants down mm. and right where that mattress was i took a shit i started taking a shit then i look up and guess who's watching it was me with a with a retard face mouth open just like uh i never seen this before i never seen this before like my wife would say, that's that white people shit. I'm out there. 
I'm out there taking a shit on some kids clubhouse like hella unnecessary and and after all of that after he's done destroying uh the kids playhouse or Ford or whatever and um he's done taking the shit and everything he comes I just pull my pants straight up I don't wipe because what am I gonna wipe with and he comes right over and says hey what's up man you know what's up <laughs> all of a sudden I'm friendly at school, oh. I was like, who the fuck are you? Why are you saying what's up to me? Now you caught me with my pants down, taking a shit, and not even wiping. So bipolar, like, if that just didn't happen in 30 seconds ago, like, hey, what's up, man? Like, you know, I'm just here chilling with my friend. What's up? What are you doing? Like, Were you just taking a shit? No, no, no. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. My question is, and everybody wants to know, especially the people that know you and know this story. Um, did you ever wipe your ass? Um, did you, or not even that, um, did you have, uh, you know, shit stains later when you, you know, took a shower, took your pants off and when you got home? Well, that I don't even remember, but I was, I was a really, um, a dirty early teen. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not going to say that I had shit stains. I don't remember that. Okay. But if you remember how fast of a metabolism I had, I think that also... Yeah, too fast. That almost like metabolizes water too. So pretty much I was constipated kind of. So my shits came out really dry. Like at that age, you know, I would take a shit and I'd wipe my ass and there was never any color on it. So I said, well, what do I need toilet paper for? I don't get it. I didn't get the point of toilet paper at that age. At 13, 14. (laughs) I don't get the point of toilet paper. Wow. What are you, an Indian or something? I don't have to wash my hands if I don't wipe my ass. So... (laughs) Oh yeah, if I don't, mom said if I don't touch my balls, I can still eat without washing my hands. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's kind of what happened now. Um, so I don't believe that I had stains in my underwear, okay. but again, I was a very dirty early teen. Um, I used to, you know, touch myself a lot. And I remember laying on a towel right. in my bedroom and I lay on my back and I would climax and shoot somewhere. <laughs> somewhere? And I couldn't tell you where that shit went. I never found it. Many times I never found it. I have a lot of um, cold cases in that bedroom. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a dirty kid. I was that type of kid. But, yeah, ever since then, you know, we became friends. We've been friends for 17 years now. So it all started with a locker combination and a shit in and destroying somebody's fort. Yeah, but why would you be friends with somebody who just took a shit in front of you and just pulled their pants? I, I never understood that mentality. You want to explain for the audience? See, look, I'm a wildcat type person. You know, you know, I, I I like to go with the underdogs. You know, if I see somebody getting beat up or somebody getting clowned for something, I know he's gonna come out winning in the end. All right, half the people that are clowning and talking shit are probably work at, you know, I don't know, bars or uh, unemployed or something. But, you know, look how we turned out now. You're unemployed. <laughs> Bro, you're collecting unemployment right Bro, but now. That, but that's different. That's hella different. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. See, oh, I, I forgot. have a work history, you know. <laughs> that's why I get unemployment, you know. Half these people are 30 and barely have two jobs, you know. So who's winning now, bitch? Not playing, but... My best. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know. Go ahead. My best uh, memory and story that I have together is one, um, probably like 
top five, top ten, but it's when um, uh, Chester found out that um, I had, well, my brothers, uh, Raimundo and his friend Adam had this girl, this, you know, it was, it was a... She was a, you know, she oh, was a slut. That story, that story. She was oh, a slut. She I was, she, she was a slut. So, I, I didn't know. So I remember, I don't know where I was, or I don't know if he called me on the phone, or if he came to my house, or Let ran. Me clarify. Let go, me clarify. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Clarify. I know, I know exactly. Well, what you're you tell about. the story then. So go ahead, go ahead. I want you to tell part, you know, but I go ahead. Go I ahead, can fill in the blanks for sure. Go so ahead. well, fill in me. So me and Elmer, we had a competition after 14. You know, at the age of 14, after we met, uh, we were still virgins at that age. V-Unit. So, Elmer, who lost their virginity first? Uh, I think it was, uh, was I don't remember. Was it me? It was you. Okay. You should know that one. Yeah, bro, it's, it's a long time ago, Come on, ago, dude, bro. this ain't fucking Jeopardy. I'm not asking you <laughs> how many teeth Thomas Jefferson had, motherfucker. Like, yeah, so I was mad at you about that. But this is even before us losing our virginity, but we always were competing on sexual activity. Okay. And I don't want to say say the 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 loose girl's name, but I don't even remember she, her name. I just remember. Her. Let's just say she was the sister of Ivan. That was Ivan's sister. Oh, it right? was Ivan's yeah. sister. Yeah, it was. And that's a, a whole nother story for another day because I hated that dude. <laughs> but it was his older sister. And one day, me and Elmer are hanging out at Elmer's house, and uh, this girl's supposed to be coming over. And mind you, she gave head to, like, the whole project. There was, like, a line in the project backyards one day. Like, the whole project was lined up. All, the like, the teenage boys and everything were, like, lining up. And everyone would go in there into the backyard. It might have even been a bando, abandoned um, project, yeah. you know, apartment. And they, and they they used to run her like a choo-choo train. So, one day, she's supposed to come over to Elmer's house. and Well, that, and, well, that, well that's what my brother Raimundo told me. At first, I remember that he wanted to keep it secret from me. Because, uh, but then he told me, then he said, hey, man, this girl's going to come over my room and Adam and some other friends are going to come over. Yeah. So me and Elmer waited a little while because, you know, we want some action, too. We want to fit in with the with the, you know, with the older cats. And also, of course, we want to get our, you know, our tip wet and our feet wet, Mm -hmm. you know, in the whole in the whole field of sexual activity. So we're waiting. We're kind of hanging out and she's not showing up. So Elmer, as fat as he always was, mm-hmm. wanted to go to Burger King, which is a 30-minute walk. And it's another 30-minute walk back. Hey, man, if you try these Rodell burgers, trust me, it's worth that 30-minute walk. I'm telling you that right now. So so we walk. We start walking to Burger King under his insistence. I wanted to chill around. I wanted to wait. I wanted my action. I wanted my peace. And so, so I'm like, okay, man, come on. Let's go. Fine. You know, it doesn't look like she's showing up. So we walk down the creek road and we walk towards the Burger King right off the freeway. And uh, yeah, we go we go get our food. And then we're walking back towards Elmer's house at this point. You know, we ate, we started walking back and we stopped at the creek road. And you know me liking to shit outdoors. There was like this big Big tunnel. You remember this story? Yeah, I remember now. I'm starting to remember now. I am. 
he he always had the habit of shedding outside and like he thought it was okay like i don't know what that was he all, all he did was just squat and just just pull up his pants and just forgot that his, his shit cheeks were full of shit <laughs> well there's this big like tunnel and you see it in cartoons like where there's like water flow uh flowing out of it into like a major waterway or whatever you know and usually it's like toxic and stuff I don't know what this was. I mean, Rodeo Creek water is dirty, but I climbed into the tunnel because I kind of wanted to be hidden from the rest of the creek trail, you know, and I took a shit in that tunnel. Well, the water is kind of rushing under my feet, and so I'm seeing my shit tumble <laughs> into the creek, towards the creek. Well, Elmer's still standing over on the creek road, like, keeping an eye out. Right. And I caught one of my shit nuggets. And then... Out of nowhere, I just see this piece of shit flying my way. Hits me right in the shirt, like right on the tip. Like right here on the tip. By your waist? By my waist. And then I'm grabbing water and some leaves. And I'm just... <laughs> and, then, and, I'm, and I'm telling him, all right, does this look better? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think I should wear it? Should I, should I take my shirt off? No, I don't take your shirt off, bro. What is wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you taking your so, shirt? Because it has shit on it. So, it was a white tee, by the way. It was a white tee. And we're walking down the creek road, and I have a shirt full of shit with a shit stain on it. And then I think and it's I, not even your it's shit. It's not even my shit. And then, um, and he acts like his art is like his shit is so organic, supposedly, like it's fine. <laughs> but it's kind of like a grass stain. I eat a lot of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a shit stain on your shirt. And this is the cold part, ladies and gentlemen. We make it all the way back to his house. I'm like, all right, then, man, you know, like I thought the, the girl never showed up for his, you know, for his brother. But it turns out that girl that's giving everyone head is in Elmer's house. Yep. So I just say bye to Elmer. You know, I just head home. I'm like, OK, that's enough. You know, we walked. We ate. I'm kind of tired. No, You didn't know she was in the house. Yeah, first. I know. I didn't. I didn't know. But that's the whole thing. I went home. Elmer. For his first time, got head before I got head for my first time, right. and he did it. He got head while he had my shit stain on his now, shirt. And I didn't even. Uh, I got head, and and then I took the shirt off. <laughs> I was so concerned with getting my dick sucked that I didn't care if I had shit on my shirt. <laughs> so I was so mad because the next day he's like, "Yeah, man, bro, I got I got head after Raymundo. I got some head." I said, you fat fuck, you just couldn't stop eating, could you? We had to go all the way to fucking Burger King. I could have got head if you didn't want fucking Burger King. And then I think he was mad at me for like two days. I think because he was mad, he had an attitude and, and I didn't stop bragging about it. You know, but it, I mean, it was a good experience for my first time. You know, I had I, I got a blowjob with a shit stand on my short. And have you been tested since? I'm just wondering. Uh, I get tested every two years. So... I think I'm clean. Well, I hope so. Well, but I do have a rash right here. <laughs> so let's see. I don't know how much further we should go just with this one interview. Um, I know you want to interview me on yours. We can tell another story on yours and then yeah. let's maybe just wrap it up here because we have, like I said, 17 years of memories. There's no need to rush it. No, we don't need to rush at all, man. I'm having a great time talking. I mean, we talk all the time, all that, but I think just for now, let's just leave it here. 
What do you? How do you feel about that? Now we can pause it, bro. We have 17 years, so we have plenty of more <coughs> stories. So we can pause it here. And we have plenty more beers and oh, yeah, of course, a f- and a few mini shots here. So let's enjoy ourselves. Let's chill. We got two roofies left, so it's cool. <laughs> who's gonna pass out first? That's who's in trouble. Whoever passes out, whoever passes out first, gets to jiggle somebody's ween. No, I'm playing. No, we are. <laughs> Just joking, everybody. Take a joke. Gosh. So, um, yeah, this is one of the gayest podcasts I ever fucking did, bro. But it's all good. It's all no homo. This is this is my brother, man. He was the the groomsman in my wedding and everything. So everything, man. All right. Well, until next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Elmer, see y'all later, man. See y'all later, man. And make sure you check out uh, over the over the fence podcast. Yeah, check it out, man. It's pretty funny. I say some gay stuff on there, so go listen. Over the fence podcast also has an Instagram. Fork and socket also has an Instagram, a Facebook under the name Chester Franklin. So check us out on there. And you have um, you have merchandise coming soon. I have stickers and I shirts. Have, um, and what I do you have, have coming soon? Um, I've ordered um, shirts from small to three X. Um, I have mugs. I'm gonna have lanyards. I'm gonna have uh bracelets uh that says over the fence so stay tuned and i have a website that i'm um, building as we speak i have a website one of my sponsors is building me a website so you guys can just go on there and shop and you know whatever is going to be called elmertorres.com so look out for that support the cause everybody we're independent artists we're doing this podcast thing trying to compete with these rich ass people with indisposable or what no disposable incomes we uh, again like i always say i love you guys and i'll see you next week see thanks you later, for listening man. have a good day